0: counting down the days to opening day. Happy opening day. By celebrating some of Chicago baseball's all-time greats. There goes number 400. But Big Frank, you can't put it on the board. Yes. Here comes the hook. Got it. 20 strikeouts. It's Matt Spiegel's top five. 30 favorite Chicago baseball players of the last 30 years. Matt Spiegel is
1: one of the great baseball people, and not only in this town, but across the country. From Abreu.
0: Sox win. Sox win. On a grand slam by Jose Abreu. To Big Z. Carlos Matt Spiegel counts us down to opening day. Wow, is that huge. Matt Spiegel's 30 players for 30 years. That's how you do it. On the Parkins and Spiegel Show on 670 The Score.
1: Alfonso Soriano at 30. Today, 29 shows with the President's Day exception. Until opening day, your 29th favorite player of the last 30 years
0: is... White Sox second baseman, Ray Durham. I loved watching that dude play. Seven and a half seasons from 1995 to the middle of 2002. Danny's one of the last homegrown White Sox draft picks from Larry Himes on a list that includes Jack McDowell, Robin Ventura, Alex Fernandez, and of course, Frank Thomas. And Ray Durham was really fast, pretty powerful, super smooth, aggressive, aggressive. At second base and really, really fun to watch play. Stole more than 30 bases a bunch of times, aesthetically pleasing. That short little squat body and what seemed like double the usual amount of steps. Hawk used to say, I love to watch Ray run. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was not alone. Um defensively, really solid. Specifically, I always remember like a marvel at going back on pop-ups. He was the best I ever saw. Best I ever saw. Going back on pop-ups. But he he was just really damn good. He got to the bigs in 95, immediately the leadoff hitter. For six seasons, from 96 to 2001, Ray Durham played in at least 151 games, had an OPS of over 800, had double-digit stolen bases over 34 times in that span, and double-digit home runs all the time. All while being the leadoff guy. The lineup made sense. A true leadoff hitter often makes it so. And it's like, ah, yes, here we go. White Sox, you go, we go. Imagine six consistent years of leadoff hitter quality from a really good defensive second baseman. He had an incredible vibe to watch as a fan. A spark plug with a really good smile. Set a tone every day because he played every day. And the batting stance was weird and fun. The bat held way up in the air. His butt stuck out really far. And while he was here, the team was pretty damn good. Always at least decent. They finished second place four years in a row. Then were the division champs in 2000. They go 96 and 67 in 2000 before getting swept in three games by the 91-win Min- Mariners. By the way, Paul Konerko and Frank Thomas in that series both went 0 for 9. On. Oh. Sorry sorry about
1: that. So, Ray Durham, number 29. Uh, Wait, it's
0: you that's responsible for that? <laughs> team design, I know. Yes. A, a part of a White Sox era, Danny. So, Reinsdorfian. They were never lower than a third-place team from 1990 to 2006. Never worse than third, and only third a couple times in there. He was never not good when he was here on pace for another great year in 2002. The White Sox got the benefit of his healthy twenties. They decided that, you know, once he's thirty, he's he's gonna fall apart. So he's traded at the deadline for
1: John Atkins. John Atkins, who sucked, sucked. Somebody's reading Wikipedia. <laughs> I prepped. Yeah. I, I prepped Ray Durham. Good for you. When you when you let me know, I didn't remember that, but I did find this stat. Yes, this guy was kind of crazy. Yeah. Now this is a, this is a baseball stat where you put in a bunch of like minimum qualifiers and then do the search through baseball reference. Okay. But by posting at least 15 home runs with 100 runs scored, 20 steals, a 450 slugging percentage, and, and 65 runs uh, batted in mm. for three consecutive seasons, just the 10th player in baseball history to do that.
0: That's, that's good
1: company. Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Joe Morgan, Barry Bonds, and Alex Rodriguez Wow, among the 10 wow. with Ray Durham. Now, again, yeah. no one would remember that stat – of 15 homers, 100 runs, 20 steals, 450 slugging, and 65 RBI in three consecutive seasons. But that's, that's the level of consistency that he had in that time with the White Sox. They drafted
0: him. They drafted him and he homegrown, and he was great all through his 20s here. There is, uh, there is talk of the curse of Ray Durham that is talked about a little bit in White Sox circles because second base, kind of a black hole since then. Brents, Lillibridge, and Lowry... Anybody Micah Johnson traded away Marcus Semien traded away Eduardo Escobar as uh, as young players um but you know I don't know that the White Sox were wrong Ray Durham in his 30s with the Giants the hamstrings acted up the speed went away he dropped down to 6 in the lineup, um, but still some pretty good years there for the Giants. So obviously, I don't know how the White Sox fans feel here. I, know, I actually I do know how Tanny feels. Loves Ray Durham. But just to finish out on the uh, Spiegelian scale, the five tool scale: offense a game of seven, defense at eight, vibes an eight. I loved Ray Durham. Teammate um, teammateship, a solid seven. Memorable moments. Only a five. There were not very many memorable moments. Although Tanny says this one, was this the 14 inning game against the Cubs? And he walks it off. That ball hit. fair. Here comes Herman Perry. He's going to score. And the Sox win a six to five. Yes! yes! Ray Durham gets out from of the off speed pitch, hooks it right. with that dramatic two-out, two-run homer goes by the boards as the Sox pick up their fifth straight victory. So there it is. Ray Durham, number 29 on my 30 favorite ball players the last 30 years in Chicago. Can we call Ray Durham the second base curse if they won a World Series with a pretty good second baseman, Tadahito Aguchi?
2: That is a very fair question. But he was, I'd even
0: call it Gucci the second base curse because they'd had nobody after him.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, he wasn't around for long, Aguchi was. And, and Three years. The The irony is so, like, without Ray Durham getting moved, you know, they eventually— I think it's two off-seasons later, they acquire Juan Uribe, who originally started at second base. Hmm. And they eventually shift him over after Jose Valentin. You know, you can't win a World Series with that at shortstop. So they move over uh, Uribe to short. But, yeah, man, it's uh, here's, it's, it's been tough for them. Tandy, here's <laughs> a fu- you know what? It's not just second base. <laughs> <laughs> here's a fun one for you at second it's base, though. Different areas. Since
0: Tadahito Aguchi posted a 2.2 war in 2006, there hasn't been a better war at second base since... Yomer Sanchez in 2017 a 3.4. Wow. Yeah, only t- only two guys have surpassed one he was war. Carlos, yeah, <laughs> he, he was Carlos. In how 2015, about uh, how yeah? about Moncada's year at second base? Like it's because yeah, Arribe there and they moved him off. Moncada there they moved him off. 2018 a 1.4 war. Dude, uh, yikes. Beckham, think about Gordon Beckham. As going to be the answer to that second base dearth. 0.7 in 2010, 1.4 in 11, 0.8 in 2012, 0.7 in 2013, 0.7 in 2014.
2: Mm. Yikes. I, I believe Ray Durham, so he's part of that Moneyball A's team. When he gets traded at, in 2002 at the deadline, that's the oh, Moneyball right. team. And if you watch Moneyball, I'm pretty sure there's like an actor's adaptation or version <laughs> of Ray Durham, like I mean, in, in that big win streak they had, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, yeah. In 2002 oh yeah,
0: the culmination of Moneyball when <laughs> yeah. they won 27 of 29. Yeah, Ray Durham's like that. very
2: much a part of that. Wow.
1: Man, 29th on the list. 29th on the list. Real leadoff
0: guy. True, truly great. Lead off guy and defensive player.
1: All time leader in White Sox leadoff home runs with 20. Hmm. for ray durham don't worry
2: it'll be ta after this year coaches coach everyone up all you're gonna see his home runs all day
1: he's gonna oh he's gonna coach him to hit homers <laughs> yeah that's that's Which good coaching is, i know <laughs> by,
2: by the way today's white
0: Sox player who admits that they underachieved last year is michael kopeck thanks for playing along everybody <laughs> michael kopeck said yeah we should have been better than we were last year okay there you he go he was a prime contributor to them underachieving doesn't mean he can't say it you know what i mean
1: Still counts. Taney's open is the highlights of our week, and that leads into the newest, loudest criticism of Justin Fields. Is it valid? Next on the score.